Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Kane Radio's Golf Talk, Chip Shots. Beautiful day outside. That's going to come to an end tomorrow, though, as another cold front comes through and is going to hit us with some uh, rain. But it's January. We're moving towards the end of January, and uh, I can smell spring. About six weeks away, maybe. We'll have some nice March weather. Hopefully February won't be as wet. Not good for golfers, that's for sure. But today was a beautiful day, so uh, I know a lot of the golf courses were closed today, and most golfers didn't get a chance to play today in, in our uh, community. But uh, hopefully this week, we'll see what happens. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. <clears throat> Certainly want to thank our title sponsors. Let's start out with Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Mr. Lee Tatford is the manager there, the CEO. Supplies us here in Iberia Parish with Coke products, and we're thankful for that. And for the fact that he supports Kane Radio and our local efforts here with Chip Shots. They sponsor other things such as high school sports and uh, big big asset there. Also want to thank our, our other title sponsor, GolfBalls.com. Located on Arnold Boulevard, right there in Lafayette. Supplying us with all our internet needs for logoed golf balls throughout the world. Not just our community, but the entire world. Artists got logoed golf balls from right here in humble Lafayette, Louisiana. Golfballs.com. But if you're a local guy like we are, you can go in there and try out their uh, their showroom and, and get uh, their latest in the golf equipment and try the... Uh, Demonstrators go into their um, simulator and hit golf balls and clubs right there. So uh, we appreciate their sponsorship for sure. That's Box Score texted me saying he'll be there by 5.30. He's always throwing me a curveball, so that's nothing to not be expected. And by the way, just a, a little side note, we're so relieved here at Kane Radio, no, no deaths this week, as last week we buried Boxcar's mama, Miss Rosemary, along with our longtime DJ, Lee Kahn-Peter. So, um, tough week last week for uh, the staff here at Kane Radio, uh, and uh, we hope and pray that uh, the bad news subsides. All right, continuing with our sponsors, of course, our local golf clubs. Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Let's start out with uh, Eagle Ridge. They had the most recent edition of the Canadiana Pro-Am. And uh, just a little note here. St. Mary's is very interested in becoming our sixth player or our sixth club in the uh, rotation. As Barry Boulder, the owner and operator there, uh, is interested in that. Of course, St. Mary's is a little nine-hole course in uh, St. Mary Parish. And uh, I think uh, Patterson is their official, <coughs> or maybe it's Berwick, their official uh, city that they reside in. And uh, maybe they'll join us and we'll have six. And then uh, next edition of the Acadiana Pro-Am is going to be played at Sugar Oaks in February. But at, back to Eagle Ridge, they had an awesome turnout, 122 players. Wow. What a great turnout. Kudos to Doug Beard, our director for uh, incorporating uh, Facebook and 
all the other avenues, social media platforms where you get the information out, and Doug's doing a great job. Not only that, but doing the scoring as well. <coughs> so the winners were Glenn Shampo, Barry Bolner, Brian Williams, and Will Baudouin. Plus nine, they edged out the team of Corey Hulin, Mitch Guillory, Andrew Walker, and John Givens. They were plus eight, finishing in third place. Bobby Deloney, Keith Romero, Avia McLaughlin, and Lyle Hargrave, plus five. The low individual players, uh, ABC and D player, Bobby Deloney, plus seven. Dwayne Perry, plus eight. Doug Robichaud, plus six. And Jane Morris, plus seven. They win $30 each for Mobile at golfballs.com. I don't have the uh, payout for the teams. as uh, I didn't get, quite get that from Doug yet. I'll have to uh, to haunt him on that this week. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, nonetheless, all the money we win is uh, redeemable at golfballs.com. What a great blessing there because we know that golfballs.com has the largest merchandise showroom probably from Houston to New Orleans. That's what I'd think. <clears throat> okay, down at Bellevue, they recently had a one-man scramble. Mike Cap was the winner of that at 11 under par, edging out Brandon Burdett, Ty's son, the owner and operator of uh, Bellevue. He was plus, was minus 10. That dogfight, which was scheduled for last Saturday, got rained out as most golf was not played over the weekend. Well, at least on Saturday due to the an inch or so of rain we got overnight. Then down at Cane Row, uh, Twilight Rates still in, going strong. Tuesday through Thursday, $30 senior rate for those 60-plus years of age as well. <coughs> Excuse me. And if you want to be a member there, of course, they have uh, a lot of perks for your membership there at Cane Row. And their membership is growing. And hopefully when spring comes up, all the memberships in our area will uh, grow as well. You get 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods at Cane Row. And it's $142 a month. Big thing there for me, anyway, is... When they're busy in springtime is uh, usually when golf co- golfers come out of the woodwork. You can book your tee time one week in advance, and that's a big advantage because if you like to play at a certain time and uh, under a certain amount of time, because that's one of the drawbacks of golf. It takes a long time to play if you get behind a slow group. Well, you can book your tee time one week in advance if you're a member, whereas if you're not, you can only do it a day in advance. Additionally, they uh, charge a handicap uh, according to the Louisiana Golf Association handicap system. And uh, if you like to play in tournaments in and around Acadiana, that's a, a big advantage as well. And then finally, they waive your MGA dues. No dues for, for a member. And I'm sure the MGA out of Cane Row is going to have a bunch of tournaments uh, coming up this, this spring and summer. Raymond Bernard is the president of that. Additionally, they have uh, licensed Raging Cajun merchandise as they're officially licensed to to sell logoed uh, UL merchandise and uh, some stuff still available in their golf shop, as well as discounts for those who are not members. 
all their hats, caps, and visors are 20, 20 bucks. And uh, all their shirts and our outerwear, 25% off. So uh, big savings at the uh, merchandise they have in the pro shop. Now I'm sure they're trying to clear that out, get in some spring merchandise, make room for that. They also got a Super Bowl scramble coming up. I don't have the exact details on it, but it's going to be Sunday, February 12th in the morning so that uh, you can play some golf and then go watch the uh, the Super Bowl that evening. Then down at Sugar Oaks, they were open today. Got a uh, email from uh, Kylie, and uh, that's good news there. Of course, they have their specials running. Nine or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesday, $22.00. That, that's the cost cost of a cart at most other golf courses. So you're basically getting a play free. What a deal there. And then Wednesday, the all-day special still running, $31, as many holes as you want to play. Can't beat that if you want to play some golf. Also at Sugar Oaks, they have a big MGA there, uh, a fateful MGA as well. Those guys participate uh, regularly, and uh, most of their tournaments at Sugar Oaks is on – Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays for their little MGA. And uh, the last one that they had on a Friday was a shamble. And uh, Roger Pisani and Matthew Pisani, that's his son. They tied with Kyle Mesh and Orson Daigle, plus 10. They won the front. Went in the back in the 18 was Ricky Bork and Glenn Dupuy, plus 7. And plus 19, respectively. Went in the skins. Ricky Borg, Kyle Mesh, and Robert Burton each want a skin. And that, we know, pays cash. Big <coughs> big deal there, winning that cashola. And then last Sunday, uh, they had a shootout. You play your own ball, and they keep the points and do a blind draw for partners. So uh, it's a fun deal, and it's fair, right? You don't know who your partner's going to be, so you got to play your, your best you can play. Front back in 18, front side... Mark Ami and Ricky Melanson were plus 23 points, points cumulative. Back nine, Kevin Ledford and Mark Ami, 26 points. And then Mark Ami and Nick Melanson was the uh, total 18-hole winner at 45 points. Then the Gator Golf Club, which stems out of Sugar Oaks. Most of their members in the Gator Golf Club are also members at Sugar Oaks. And they travel around from, uh, I would say, Baton Rouge to Lake Charles, playing all the nice uh, Audubon Trail golf courses in our Acadiana area. And uh, Boyd Booty is a president and CEO of this organization. And uh, he, thankfully to Boyd, he gets me uh, the results of uh, their tournaments on a, on a timely basis. I'm sure right now he hasn't been here in a while, but uh, he's working on the schedule for the year where uh, probably a dozen courses will be uh, on the schedule. And as soon as he gets that, he'll, uh, he'll get it to me, and I'll uh, issue it out on the airways. But the last thing he got me was the uh, Players of the Year Award. In other words, each flight has ranked players, and they take some money out of each entry fee and uh, give it out to the uh, overall winners for the entire year. You must play on at least 10 tournaments, and they add up all your scores, so it's a cumulative scoring system so uh <coughs> first place went to uh greg dubois second place heath boudreau third place tim hoffpower and that's in the first flight 
Greg Dubois was the only one plus. Well, no, uh, Heath was plus one. Greg was plus three for the whole entire year. In the second flight, uh, first place went to Brian Broussard. Second place went to Tony Viator. And third place was a tie, Mitch Thibodeau and Kevin Booty. So a nice going, guys. You win, of course, cash in that as well. And uh, hopefully we'll have a good year. Weather-wise, and everybody will get to travel around and play their favorite courses and participate in their favorite events. Thanks to Mr. Lawson Ruley. He's the president of the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association. If you're interested in joining another club that travels around and plays, you don't have to be a resident of Lafayette. You only have to have $25. That's the dues for the year. It also includes a crawfish ball in the spring and a Christmas party in December. And uh, they play twice a month. Once at an out-of-town course on the uh, second Tuesday and once at their home course, Municipal, on the fourth Tuesday. And so their last uh, Tuesday out-of-town tournament was played at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. Uh, <coughs> first place went to... Uh, Harris Terrio and Neil Olivier, they were plus eight. Second place, Louis Domingue and Myron Rodrigue, plus five. And then third place went to Greg Gotro and Randy McDaniel. They were minus one as a team. Their next scheduled road tournament is going to be at the National Golf Club in Lake Charles. As the Gator Golf Club plays that course as well, and uh, big rave reviews come from that golf course. I have not played it in quite some time. I played it when it first got open, maybe 15 year or so years ago. Uh, but it's a nice course in the Lake Charles area. And so back to the results. The fourth Tuesday uh, at uh, Muni. And the tournament format was front, back, and total. Uh, Brian Duga and Randy Leger were even. They tied. Tied for second and third was... Jay Frederick and Joe Bass, along with uh, Robert Boudreaux and Sid Thibodeau. Okay, that does it for that. All right, let's see what else we got going on here out at Southern Oaks. Uh, PGA Pros on the move. We announced last week Chad Massey, a longtime golf pro and a PGA member as well. He, uh, he started out at uh, Cadian Hills, which is now closed in Lafayette. And uh, he's now at Southern Oaks along with uh, <coughs> the other pro there. I'm drawing a blank. Um, but at any rate, uh, Chad's brother, Billy, is a priest. And I had the pleasure of going with him along with Father Mark Miley up to Wisconsin. And uh, Way back when LSU played Wisconsin in that football game at Lambeau Field, which Wisconsin won, nonetheless had a great time. Also on the move is Tommy Wartell. He left his pro position at La Triumph to become a teaching pro at La Triumph as well. The Gulf State section, PGA, which I'm a member of, retired nonetheless, but still a member, they had that 2023 Mackle Cup named after Frank Mackle, a longtime friend of mine and fellow golf pro, he, he actually died of a heart attack on 9-11, the 9-11. And uh, he was a longtime pro at uh, Lakewood Country Club where they had the New Orleans Open as well as City Park. But the matches named after him is uh, between the Louisiana pros and the Mississippi pros. 
and uh, it was played on Sunday, January 15th, and Monday, January 16th, out at Bayou Oaks. That's the uh, <coughs> old city park course in New Orleans. And then uh, on Monday, they played Metairie Country Club, 14 players on each team. Louisiana was victorious, 40 to 23. And they were led by former LSU players Emily Aubrey and Blaine Pate, along with former UL standout Greg Sonier and our player of the year, Greg Sonier, as well. PGA player of the year, that is. Our PGA, national PGA office, has moved from Florida to uh, Frisco, Texas. You know, the PGA at Ponte Vedra Beach is, uh, that's the uh, PGA, and it's now the PGA Tour alone, but uh, the PGA of America, which uh, houses 28,000 or so club pros like myself, was housed there as well, and they moved to Frisco, Texas. Next up on the schedule for our Gulf States PGA is the Janet King Pro-Am Series, and it will be played at Wind Dance in uh, Mississippi. And UL, the Raging Cajuns, back in school uh, after a strong finish to their fall season where they set three records in their last tournament in Hawaii. They're anxious to play... Uh, <coughs> This year, this spring, their first tournament's going to be in Mobile Bay, and they have a host of tournaments uh, throughout the course, seven tournaments to be exact. They go to Houston, they go to Nevada, Las Vegas, then back to Lafayette for their home tournament, March 13th through 14th, and that's called the Louisiana Classics, and then back to Houston and West Point, Mississippi, and then the Sun Belt Conference Championship uh, April 23rd through 26th. The place there is yet to be announced. But uh, the national championship, the NCAA, uniquely is going to be played in Arizona at Greyhawk. The women play the week before, and then the men play the week after on the same course. So it's uh, it's a pretty cool deal. And the women just announced uh, that they're going from 24 teams to 30 teams, which will make them much more competitive. And so uh, the Raging Cajuns on the men's side have been practicing and playing and qualifying. And uh, they came to Cane Row this week and had what they called a five-on-five. Coach Theo Sliman and on one side, (coughs) along with four other players, played against Andy Sheets, the assistant pro, or rather assistant volunteer, I should say, for the Cajuns. At any rate, Theodore played. I saw a little bit of the, the match. Theodore uh, tied his partner, his opponent, Jake Marler. Uh, and Eli Artigo beat Dylan, from the new guy from Ireland. And uh, I'm telling you, I was impressed watching these. Uh, I watched five holes of, of the play, but uh, how far they hit the ball. The weather was kind of cold and and uh, heavy. The air was heavy because the sun didn't come out and... It was like misty, but these guys hit it so far, it's incredible. Eli had 79 yards left on the first hole, and I asked Jake what he had left on the second hole, and he he had 81 yards. And these are 400-yard par fours, and not getting any roll, they're carrying the ball that far, 300-plus yards. So uh, good things are looking up for the Cajuns. Hopefully they'll have a good year and be competitive, and uh, who knows what can happen. On the junior side, my grandson Drew, uh, sophomore at Lafayette High School, they're still waiting on Mr. Robert Boudreaux to uh, finalize the schedule for the upcoming year. The 
Lafayette uh, High School Association. <coughs> so first up on the junior tour for for th- uh, Drew and his in his group there is the Sam Burns Four Ball. That's going to be the end of February at Squire Creek in Condren. Then also coming up this year is the Gulf States PGA uh, Junior Junior Championship. That's going to be the 28th and 29th of June. Looking forward to that at Diamond Head in Mississippi. And finally on the junior scene, the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour, uh, sponsored by the Louisiana Golf Association, is going to partner up with the South Texas PGA Prestige Tour and have two tournaments on the state uh, boundary there between Texas and Louisiana and Lake Charles. The Spring Classic is going to be played at Contraband Bayou Country Club on, in March. And then the uh, Fall Classic is going to be played at the newly renovated Mallard Cove Golf Course, a municipal course, in November. And finally, my nephew Paul Jones, along with uh, Johnny Hargrave, who is a pro at Cane Row, Paul uh, and, and Johnny worked the Masters Golf Tournament, uh, doing the ropes and such. <clears throat> They've been doing it for quite some time. Well, Paul's going to have the big opportunity to uh, room with Ted Scott in the house close to the golf course. Ted Scott, of course, is the caddy of defending champion Scotty Scheffler. And uh, Ted's got ties right here to Louisiana as he grew up in Opelousas and now is, uh, is a resident in Lafayette. But Paul, they get to play as as a perk for uh, working the entire week. They get to play a round in May following the Masters. And Paul's ringer score, which means uh, your best score. He's played it eight times already. So his ringer score is 62, the best score he's had on each hole. Number 10 seems to be his nemesis as he's never parted. So uh, hope, hope this year Paul uh, gets to par number 10 at least. And on a final note, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, at least in my opinion, and most of the world, Tiger Woods is a second to him, no question. If Tiger would have stayed healthy, he might have surpassed him, no question about that either. But Jack Nicklaus celebrated his 83rd birthday on January 21st of this year. So congratulations to Jack Nicklaus. He has, still has a big impact on golf, and I hope in many more years to go, and uh, his contribution to golf is uh, is astounding. With that, we'll wrap up the local news and uh, get into some national news and uh, wait for Boxcar to arrive. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. 
ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new K1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shot. Steady slamming, sitting in the air chair here. And joining us is my colleague and compadre, Ralph Boxcar Bazaro. Welcome aboard. Hey, good afternoon, Ted. Good afternoon. Uh, so I got through all the local stuff. We're going to now talk a little bit about uh, the national golf scene. And this week, uh, for the 64th straight year, that's pretty impressive, American Express has sponsored uh, the golf tournament out in the desert at La Quinta, California, Pete Dye Design Stadium course at PGA West. And uh, a familiar name, Spaniard, 28-year-old Spaniard John Rahm wins again for his second straight win in his second start. Yeah, and his, uh, I think it's his uh, fourth win in his last uh, six uh, starts, counting uh, international starts. But uh, I'll tell you what, that's why, you know, I really don't put a whole lot of stock into the uh, official world golf rankings because, uh, you know, how this guy can't be ranked number one in the world is, is kind of beyond me, you know. But um, uh, Well, it, it eventually will be. I, mean, I, I know it's it, a It needs to thing. catch up yeah, with itself. I, I know. But, it's kind of like football, you know. I mean, like – you know, Alabama was complaining they should have been ranked number one. Yeah, but they, but they, they change their rankings every week. I mean, cause it's kind of like more real time than golf. Golf right. takes so long. It takes so to, long. You know, and, and um, I, 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 I challenge you to find me, a, you know, a better player in the world right now than John Rahm. Oh, no, he, he, he's, he's, he's on fire. He's like the, you said, you know, four out of the last six worldwide tournaments. You know, he won at, uh, what, the Tournament of Champions yeah. at Kapalua. Took the next week off and then uh, now wins this one. So, and uh, you know he's 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 so confident right now in his game and and even when um, when when he doesn't um, really you know you know it's kind of like Tiger, <laughs> very reminiscent. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to compare John Rahm and Tiger, please. But you remember how many times Tiger said, "I, I didn't have my A game today," sure. but he still ground out a victory. And that's kind of what John Rahm is, is doing right now. You know, he said, um, he said his, his well, number one, his body's feeling great, mm-hmm. and his swing has been feeling good. But but he said, even when I'm saying I may not be as comfortable as I'd like to be, I'm shooting 64s because everything is just firing when it needs to. You know, so um, that's to me that boy, that's a sign when you're at your peak, when you can win, when you don't have. Which you feel is your best, uh, you know, your best swing, uh, game. My lord, you're right there. I mean, he he's 54 under par in the last two tournaments. 27 under this time, 27 under last time. I mean, that that 
that's remarkable golf, you know. Yeah. And now he's he he won a U.S. Open uh, in 2021 at Torrey Pines, and guess where the tournament is this week, right? Yeah. So how can I mean if he can he's just stay be- rested? Yeah. But then yeah. he has to start up quickly because I think they're going to finish Saturday so the uh, NFL can have their uh, playoff games, you know, oh, okay. to themselves. Not that anybody would be watching golf when, you know. No. I mean, come on, I football mean, takes precedence. No, I, no no doubt about it. And and, 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 and kudos to them for finally kind of recognizing <laughs> some of that stuff, you know. Instead and of butting just, heads with You know, and actually, yeah, I mean, um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. But, um uh, yeah, I mean, great, you know, and, and, and again, that's, you know, he's, he's really one of my favorite players on tour. Just, I think he's very, you know, very classy. Um, he, he's got that fiery Spaniard, mm-hmm. uh, in him, but yet he, he doesn't have the, the, the punkish nature of, uh, of a Sergio Garcia or, you know, someone like that, you know, right. I mean, he's just classy, you know, he does, he does nice things for people. He's a good guy. And he speaks, I mean, like, you know, he, He's just incredible when he, when he talks against the live, you know, movement and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm not for sale. They can't buy me. I'm I'm not in it for the money, blah blah blah. Of course, he's got a lot of money and he doesn't need it, but um, he's in he's in golf for the right reasons, not just to make, you know, a living and but he wants to be the best. But yeah. uh, changing subjects a little bit, uh I, I thought about your son Cody when I when I briefly read this article. John Rom said he signed the weirdest thing that he's ever signed in his life, uh, and, it, and it was it was a paycheck stub. The lady only had oh. <laughs> you know available for him to sign, but didn't Cody yeah. get something weird? Tell, oh. tell that story. Yeah, so 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 we uh, he came with us to New Orleans a uh, number of years ago, and at the time um, you might remember, kind of you know he 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 never did live up to his billing, but the most popular guy on the golf course by far was Ricky Fowler. Right. I mean, he, you know, he, when he finished his round, people were just lined up uh, for autographs. And, uh, you know, that's, of course, when he was in his trademark orange uh, clothes. And uh, he was the Puma uh, spokesperson on tour. And Cody had a pair of Puma shoes on. So he took one <laughs> oh, of yeah. the, he took his right, right <laughs> shoe off. And Ricky Fowler signed, signed the his shoe. Puma shoe. Yeah, yeah. now I remember. <laughs> his Puma tennis shoe, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a funny story. Oh, I know. And, and I, he yeah, just, we didn't want him to wear it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And he kind of gave him a, a look like, do you really want me to do this? You know, and it's like, you know, yeah. And um, he did it, you know. Kudos, yeah. kudos to him. He, uh, it's, uh, I wonder if he still has that pair of shoes. Well, I wish he did, but I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't, you know. Um yeah. Probably at a Goodwill somewhere <laughs> uh, with somebody saying, who's yeah. who's uh, Rick uh, yeah. Foe, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I'm sure he faded off. But but oh, uh, yeah. man, it was um, it was a cool moment, you know, for sure. And and I don't I don't even know how he thought about, it. you know, what what possessed him to think, <laughs> yeah. well, he might sign my shoe. You know? <laughs> I don't know. You know, but. Uh, he, uh, but so, so Cody's ranked in the top ten of weirdest things weird, pros have signed. I would say, I would say so. Huh? I say, if Ricky Fowler remember that moment, he probably would put. You know, <laughs> of course, you know we've had heard other stories about body parts and oh, stuff. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, but, that's, uh, that's not, let's get real. Yeah. Okay. But uh, boy, Teddy, how about um, how about you know we we got to to witness one of the rarest uh, shots in golf too in this tournament. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we're not talking about yeah. this really. That, that albatross, man. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But then 
you know, uh, he tied for third along with Chris Kirk. But finishing second was a rookie that made a big impression on John Rahm. John couldn't shake him loose. A guy named Davis Thompson from the University of Georgia. He's only 23 years old. He was a former number one world amateur ranking. And listen to this box score. He got a temporary exemption this year through the PGA University program where we've talked about this Mm -hmm. a little bit. uh, The PGA implemented the top five golfers at the end of the season, which is ends for the for the uh, college players, it right. ends in June. They they get exemption from the rest of the year, uh, the top five to uh, temporary exemption mm-hmm. on the PGA Tour. And this guy Davis Thompson took big advantage, advantage of it, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, second place finisher will, will get you a lot of a lot of points in a, in a hurry. You know, yeah, he uh, won nine hundred thousand uh, dollars, and you know he. he uh, if it wouldn't have been for two Aaron drives, they said he finished 14 under par the first three rounds on the par fives. But on, on Sunday, he played them even par. One of them, he, he mishit a drive into the water and cost him a bogey on a par five, which is like losing more than a stroke. And then on the uh, 16th hole, he hit it into a fairway bunker where he had to pitch out and made a par, which is like losing a half a shot to the field. So... And then he still had a shot to win. He he, he hit uh, a putt on 17. I didn't see the tournament, but I read about it. On 17, where it hit the flagstick and bounced out. If Maybe if the flagstick wouldn't have been in, it might have gone in. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was um, – I, I, I actually watched actually zero. <laughs> I did. Uh, Me obviously too. with the uh, – with Football. The, oh, we had, well, and we had things going on, yeah, you know, with yeah. the family. and Right. Um, had mom's funeral uh, Friday, but the family was still in um, all weekend. So, yeah, I did. I did watch a little football uh, late uh, Saturday and, and yesterday. But, um, <coughs> but I wish you know, and I uh, wish I'd have gotten to see. I, I did see the replay of um, of, of Shoffley's uh, Albatross, and man, I'm, that shot never left the flag. And it was um, which club did he hit? I don't know. Uh, you know, that, it, that, it never really. I never really got a. Um, I don't know. Uh, it was two nineteen mm. from the hole, That's probably an uh, iron, and it looked like an iron. Um, uh, and he, um, well, it says two twenty five now, but it said two nineteen earlier. But, um, <coughs> but it was over water. It was a, it was a, a pretty intimidating shot, you know, and and one that a lot of guys might kind of bail out a little bit, you know. Just mm-hmm. but he took it straight at the flag, and I mean, he just never left. I mean, just it hit, it hit on the green, bounced a couple times, just rolled right right in the hole. And, uh, uh, and that guy's been having back problems as well, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he's another guy that you know, kind of. Uh, I hope he, you know, hope he continues to, um, you know, kind of live up to to what his potential would be because just a few years ago, I mean, he was really kind of kind of making a uh, a wave. On tour, you know, kind of one of the the bright young American stars. Oh, yeah, and, and, no question. And yeah, he's kind of kind of had some some uh, some difficulties, and I, I still, you know, <laughs> it still just kind of befuddles me. And it's not just golf. I mean, it, you look at football, you look at baseball, basketball. Um, I mean, all these all these players now are getting hurt so much at a young age. It, I just. I'm telling you, I just think they're working out too much, you know, and I, I know it sounds stupid, but. No, it doesn't. Um, I mean, you know, Jack Nicholas in that age group never, you know, you didn't hear about injuries to them. They weren't I know. That's working what, out so much. 
Tiger Woods is the one that started that, and look what happened to him, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, I mean, he's I, a walking medical I case. I think your, your muscles can only take so much, uh, you know, fine-tuning and, and until they get to the breaking point, and, and that's when that's what starts happening, you mm-hmm. know? And, and uh, it, it looks good in the gym, and then you get on the, on the actual competitive field, whatever it might be, and, 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 and boy, you start – these injuries start piling. And, you know, back injuries have been always been the bane of uh, – of golfers, I mean sure. that's just kind of, uh, you know. But the modern swing, I think, also has a lot to do with that. You know, I saw this video recently where they compared um, Sam Snead's swing to the modern golf swing, and wow, it was just—I <laughs> mean, you know—you talk about zero stress on the back with with Sam Snead's swing yeah. compared to the modern golf swing. You know, and yeah, maybe they're hitting it you know, 40 yards further, but at what cost, you know? Yeah, really. I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer that in, in my heart that that's, that's what hurt Tiger Woods is his excessive uh, working out and, and running and, and all he did to his body, plus the fact that he didn't get adequate amount of sleep because he always stayed up and played video games when he was a kid and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, your body heals itself when, when it's resting or sleeping. And if you don't get it, your body's not going to heal. And look, knee injuries and back injuries. Well, I just think he had that <clears throat> obsessive-compulsive um, personality because, I mean, you know, we, we heard the stories. He'd wake up in the morning <clears throat> before a, his tea time and go work out for two hours <sighs> in, the, in the gym, yeah. you know, then go hit – you know, for an hour on the range, then play his round, then very often go practice again after the round, and then maybe hit a late night gym. You know, yeah, just, he, I mean, he, they caught him jogging at Pebble uh, Beach several times yeah, after after you I mean, know late late in the evening. Crazy, you know. I mean, yeah. Well, all right, but want, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, the LPGA got their tour started this week. Yeah, uh, first and, tournament, and uh, you know another nice win for uh, Canadian Brooke Henderson. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, kind of. You know, I don't follow the LPGA a whole lot these days, but um, she's still relatively young, and, and she's already won thirteen <coughs> times now on the, on the LPGA tour. So that's mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty impressive, uh, and 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 went won again in, in pretty dominant fashion, four shot victory at the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. Um, she shot a two under seventy in the final round. She kept her uh, two shots clear of Maja Stark and Charlie Hall, and uh, that's played at Lake Nona Golf and Country Club in Orlando, Florida, which I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure a lot of the uh, PGA pros kind of live around in that yeah, area. Yeah, exactly. I, I think there used to be a um, an inter club match between Lake Nona and in the one Tigers a member. Yeah, the, well, it's just for a W or something. But um, yeah. I'm not sure they still do that or not. But it, it, it was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she, she's 25. So yeah, yeah, and she and, is and, young. And here we go. Another, you know, it was her first uh, victory with her new tailor-made clubs and her first event back since spending the off season rehabbing. What? A back injury. You know? <laughs> so yeah, that's odd for a woman too. Oh you know? my goodness! Uh, yeah, for sure. I, they don't do much lifting, you know. No, and I. You wouldn't but, think. But, but again, I think Ted, I really do think it, it, it's it has a lot to do that the 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 modern golf swings much more <coughs> upright than the old one, and, and and puts a lot more stress 
it threw impact on the lower back, you know, than, than the old swing. You know, the, you remember the classic V, for, you know, kind of the V formation. You, yeah, you know, in, almost, inverted C, right. Yeah, we'd almost call that falling back now, whereas now everything's kind of just, you know, firing toward the target with a very violent motion and, and um, putting a lot of stress on that lower back. And, and uh, I think, um, you know, what we uh, – We'll see see that continue because they're not going to change their swings at this point. But you you no. know because they're 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 hitting it so doggone far. You know, and they they, they want to get that advantage from working out and getting you know they want the little edge they any edge they can get and they think through working out and getting stronger and faster and more club head speed and all that good stuff is is going to help them and you know yes it has but. In the end, does it help them if, if they're not able to play and perform, you know, at their highest level? You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a two-edged sword there. No, I, I guarantee you older players like Annika Sorenstan, I mean, I watched her a little bit this weekend. They had some um, some tournament on. I guess it was kind of a, I don't know, it was a celebrity thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but she was playing in this thing, and, and, um, and, and her swing still looks great, you know. And, I mean, she's – Got to be pushing fifty now, if, if not oh, yeah. into her fifties. And uh, she—I don't ever remember her missing any time because of injuries, you know. And and, and uh, mm. it's just um, the—you uh, know—it's just the way these kids are growing up now. So, so, so you know, Coach Theo, if you're listening, uh, don't l- don't let your kids work out. You know, just uh, <laughs> let uh, them. Yeah, I, I think they have a a, a trainer that that kind of takes care of that. And uh, no, I don't think they work out a whole lot, but. Uh, did, did I tell you? Did you catch the uh, the blip where uh, I went out there Friday? I did, yeah, and box score. I'm just amazed. <laughs> I, I I didn't say it on the radio earlier, but on number five, of course, Theodore's playing in the group, and he hits a good drive. Now he's quite a bit older than these players. Okay, well, Theodore's yeah. in his forties. Right. But uh, <clears throat> he had a drive on number five, and uh, Jake Marlar and and uh, Dylan were. were maybe 20, 25 yards in front of him. Oh. And they had about 185. Eli Artigo was at the 150. Wow. I mean, it's incredible. And, and like, like on number two, they, they didn't go down the fairway. They took it over the tree straight at the green. Oh, really? All of them. All oh. of them. Oh, my goodness. And I mean. They, and that's you know. from the goals, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, and they were complaining the, the holes were too short. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> and the weather was like this. It was. Fifty right. degrees. Wait till they get our age. They, they won't be. <laughs> they'll be looking for the green teas. <laughs> Where they? Oh, yeah, I yeah. love those green teas. <laughs> no, it, it, it is a different game, you know. And obviously, and 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 we've talked about this at Left Ted. Uh, you know, with golf course architects, it, it becomes kind of a conundrum because you know, you, you start, you know, you, you you start looking at at how far. You know, a lot of these younger players are hitting it, and, and then you start designing golf courses differently, and 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 and, and stretching them out, and and putting your, your hazards at, at different points, and and at what detriment is that to the average golfer? Because you know the 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 the, the normal guy playing that, you know, if he hits a two twenty or two thirty, he's lucky. You know, much less uh, this. So. Um, that that it's, and the cost of maintenance. When you build a bigger golf course, that's yeah, more grass to cut, more, more yeah, maintenance, yeah. maintenance, and all that cost. You know. And we've mm-hmm. you know we've seen it many times in the majors, the old uh, classic uh, Tillen gas uh, designs, <laughs> and some of those old uh, courses. They hold up the test of time. You just gotta 
you know, it, it, it all depends on the green structure and, and, and some of the bunkering and, and stuff like that. You don't have to be, you know, 7,500 yards to be a, a good golf car or a good test of golf, you know. No, um, no. So, um, but, yeah, I, I, I tell you what, it's, um, it's amazing, you know. And, and, and Eli Artigo, I, I've never seen him in person, but he's not a big guy, right? No, I mean he's he's you know he's not as big as you, but uh, he, you know he's he's uh, he's he's a good sized guy. But, oh, he is. Okay. I mean it's it's just both him and Dylan. You know, Jake Marler doesn't hit it very far. He's a left-hander from Shreveport, but the other two, man, their swings were violent. They you could see the club had speed. I mean, when they mm. when they compressed that ball, it just sounded so different than it yeah. does for wow. the normal you know players that I play with and stuff. Yeah. But, now, what about uh, any any other guys kind of stood out to you, or did you? Well, that I, that's the only ones? group I got okay. in the court and just watched them. Gotcha. You know, they all they all played a little like one on one match. You know, like yeah. five against five. And I'm glad they came to Cane Row. You know, I mean, it, it's uh, they, they well, need that presence to be here in New Iberia. I mean, Theodore's a New Iberia Catholic High graduate, so is Coach Dez. You know, on the football side, so they need to make a I presence mean, here. You had pro, you know, was on the Cajun uh, exactly, team. Exactly. You know, so I mean, yeah. you got that connection as well. And mm-hmm. in fact, I saw a picture he had posted a while back when he was uh, went on a trip to Pebble Beach with his uh, fiance and he had some ul gear on in, in oh, california cool. you know uh, ryan did so um yeah no I, I, that's uh, that boy would be awesome if they could have a you know actually have a, a tournament out here you know or some kind of they used to have they still have the hot and spicy uh thing or is that no no uh, mm. they don't i don't think they have it at all tell you the truth i'm not sure on that though but, you know, as they were playing, Theodore was saying, man, they could put a tee box here and a tee box, you know, to lengthen the course. I said, Theodore, he was not going to do that for yeah, yeah. for the possibility of what, one tournament a year, you know? I mean, that's, right. But, you know, they, they it's amazing to me that, you know, Kane Rowe is outdated as far as length. <laughs> yeah, know? I know. Yeah, because you remember, I mean, it's been a long time, but they, they, they in Acadian Hills used to be the two hosts of the uh, – Local qualifying sure. for the uh, for the Chittimachi Louisiana Open or you know right. whatever it was back then Louisiana <coughs> Open, um, uh, you know, and uh, we uh, there's many many big names that played right there at Squirrel Run trying you know, to qualify the old Run, absolutely yeah, you qualifying yeah all right let, let's look at the Champions Tour they got kicked off as well this week uh, on the Big Island in Hawaii the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. The season opener won by Steve Stricker, 55 years old, and uh, the rest of the field should be uh, kind of worried because uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and this is amazing. They play 54-hole events, right? Mm-hmm. 23 under par. That that's that's like wow. That's I know. that's almost a birdie every other hole. <laughs> and we remember, you know, Steve Stricker last just last year, I think it was right that was. Really had a very serious illness and and yeah. um, had lost <coughs> so so much weight and you know just uh, kind of <laughs> you know I thought he was really done on the on the you know honestly on the Champions Tour um, and and this is his twelfth victory so he still has a really long way to go to catch Bernhard Longer but <laughs> uh, but you know he might give him some competition at least uh, for that um, you know that that longevity. Uh, yeah, beat uh, Steve Alker, uh, Mike Weir, Ken Tanagawa, and uh, Darren Clark. Who, boy, I hadn't heard Darren Clark's name in a, a real long time. Right. But uh, good to see uh, him back, too. 
Um, but yeah, that's. It, I mean, when you're birdie in, you know, almost half the holes are. You know, I'm, I'm sure yeah. he had a few eagles, kind of. You know, Still sprinkled in, but that's crazy. He, he was his, his uh, win was prompted by a 12 under par 60 on the second round. Man, 12 under par. He flirted with that 59. You know, yeah. I mean, who? They, they say he's he's uh, he's won with those 12 victories. He's winning at a clip of one out of every four. Twenty five percent of the tournaments he's entered, forty eight, he's won twelve of them. That's the best percentage of anybody who's ever won ten plus tournaments on on the Champions Tour. So wow, That's he might be on a clip to catch old Bernhard. Yeah, I just don't think he has the. You know, he's just a he's a different guy, Steve Stricker. He always was. You know, he just kind of he's a very very family oriented. Uh, yeah. uh, still makes his home, I think, in. I don't think it's Wisconsin, but it's somewhere. So. It, it might be, huh? It's, it's somewhere it in the north. He had built this. Um, yeah, I think it's Wisconsin. He had built his own kind of indoor uh, driving range, sort of not not indoor driving range, but where he could hit, you know, underneath cover out into the field or whatever mm-hmm. um, to practice. But he just never, you know, he loves deer hunting and and mm-hmm. doing all that stuff in the winter time. And and uh, golf was. It just seemed to me like it was never his biggest priority. He was, he was good at it. Um, and boy, another you know guy. We talk about being a good guy. I Man, I've never seen anybody say a negative word about That's Steve it. Stricker. You know, and and uh, it just seems like a the ultimate professional. Um, so, no question. You know, he's he's yeah. uh, he's very likable and under the radar. Never uh, wants to be in the limelight, so to speak. And, so, so, Ted, I know we're coming up close to the, to the end yeah, of the show because we have the, the – Five minutes left. Yeah. But um, but so, okay, So, and I hate to, you know, always bring up live golf. but No, we, talk, we need we, to talk about it. We talked about the, the, the CW, you know, contract, um, uh, TV contract, where they're finally going to have some some TV coverage, <laughs> which, again, it's if – you, if you have the CW network, just go look at their lineup uh, on a daily basis and try to figure out where golf fits in on this and it doesn't have any uh, sports program none none as it's of a, right it's now. just uh, it's it's uh, uh it's it's going to be a, a very limited audience um, but what shocked but, me is its average age is 58 and i thought it was a young person's channel and oh, it no. is but but the average age according to that next flex or whatever next star that that does that stuff yeah, but um, yeah, it's uh, no. It, it, we, we're going to be talking about live throughout the year, so we just soon talk. Yeah, well, you know, now uh, this new TV <clears throat> contract um, may be impacting who they draw to to, to their tour, and and uh, so this you know very respected um, golf writer uh, named Dan Rappaport uh, tweeted one player on the live fence, which you know again means. He was had an offer on the table, was debating whether to go there or not. Told me that Liv pulled their offer uh, once they got the TV deal, and will come back to him with another offer. He seems to think the new offer will now be lower since they're going to get more exposure with the CW deal, right. which is an interesting wrinkle, you know. And and uh, and that's something I. <clears throat> you know, I, I'm not sure that anybody ever thought about, well, now we've got this kind of money source, you know, and maybe we don't need to put out all these lucrative, you know, contracts to these guys to to attract them here. And, right. and uh, Well, how, they, they uh, have a unique relationship or, or contract, if you will. They, they're not doing any payment. 
to to uh, live, the CW. Okay, they they're both partnering together. Uh, it's kind of like an advertisement share between the two, and that's unique. It's not, it hasn't been done before. Like like on the PGA Tour, PGA Tour gets paid $70 million a year from its partners, which is NBC, CBS, and ESPN. They get media rights. So th- this deal here might, might change the way golf is broadcast on all platforms. We, we don't know. We'd have to wait yeah. and see, you know, what, what transpires. But uh, Well, I mean, it, again, the whole thing just saddens me because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this article, uh, and, again, this goes back to, to really – Greg Norman now is firing back at Tiger Woods, and I'm I'm just so tired of Greg Norman. I, I can't I can't even tell you how. You've been tired for a long time. A long time, but you know when I look at these names: Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka. <coughs> man, it really saddens me. We we never we never mention those names anymore. You know, and on a weekly basis, I used to be guys that were in contention week after week on the PGA Tour. We we're talking about, and now they're just you know. They're not got, talked about. Got their little nest egg, and they're doing whatever they want to do, I guess, you know. but We hope they're happy. I, I really do. I guess, you know, and, but it's just, I don't know. It's, 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 this, this tour, this, this astounded me, too. You know, we say the, the number one network watched for, for golf now is, is, is NBC, and CBS is number two. The C, CW is 25th most watched channel. The Golf Channel is 94th. That 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 kind of shocked me, but yet you know I'm looking at it because I'm a golfer through a golfer's lenses. Yeah. But you know worldwide, and and I guess what they're trying to do is is piggyback off of the 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 people, the viewers, at on the CW. In other words, they'll butt up against a program that they think they will keep those viewers tuned in to live. I don't know, but it's going to be very interesting to see how all this works out this yeah year. well most of that is because um, the CW is generally included with uh, most basic cable packages um, and golf channels a premium channel you know so you have to pay extra so I think you know I really think the the fact that the, the the viewership numbers don't necessarily reflect I mean when people tune into the golf channel, they're they're tuning in for golf. I exactly. Mean, the CW, yeah. they're tuning in for I all mean, kind it, of other it, programs. Yeah, yeah, it's all kind of different programs, you know. So all right, well that, uh, you know. that'll close it up for us. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, just a reminder: stay tuned if you want some more sports. Uh, the CHS Coaches Show with uh, Coach Desimo, the new coach at Catholic High, along with the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry. Stay tuned for that. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. 
The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5.